welcome back to this episode of the Shooting Bricks podcast. And guys, it's been a minute. It has been a minute, but you know, sometimes life takes over and there's nothing really wrong with that. But we're here now, and that's the most important thing. And as always, I'm Jerry Castillo, and I'm joined by... I'm Daniel Huen, and I am... Con- admittedly, I am awaiting the premiere of Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, and joining me as well. Uh, it's your boy, Rally Rail, Jarrell Sills. Let's get these uh, fantasy football uh, Ws this season. Oh, Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't remind me. I am stressed AF. But speaking of Shang-Chi real quick, I'm more excited of about hello peter so that was okay that was my thing i just freaked out when i saw doc ock uh, on monday i was like oh and i was telling the dudes at work and they were freaking out too so that was pretty cool that was pretty cool but we're not here to talk about marvel stuff well, i wish we were but we're not getting paid to do that hell we're not even getting paid to do this but <laughs> basically it is the doldrums of the nba season nba off season i should say and there's nothing really we can do except just relax, take a, take a load off. And so this week, we're going to go dive into something a little bit different from you know typical news weeks, because that gets redundant after a while. And basically, guys, the question is simple. Who do you think are the top 10 current players in the NBA so far? Uh, the lists we have, we each have 10, obviously, because top 10. The list contains players that, you know, regardless of injury, we think are the best players in the in the NBA. And so, Daniel, you want to start us off? Who do you have as your number one player in the NBA playing right now? Number one? Yes. The best player? Best player in the we league? Start, we, we want to start off with 10 or we want to start off with number one? I think let's, let's start off with 10. Let's Fine, start let's with let's 10. Start. All right, 10 it is. And because I have a pretty controversial take, I guess I'll go first. My 10th best player is Kawhi Leonard. Now, wow, wow, that low, that yeah. low, dude. I mean, you can 82 game season, he's gonna play 66. Come on, man, like maybe not even 60 games. Bro is on load management supreme, dude. Like, he's a great defensive player, finals MVPs, whatever have you. Great, great stats all around, but can you depend on him? Plus, next year, he's not even playing because he has the uh. He has the ACL tear. That's so, a good take for sure. So, I mean, I understand Kawhi Leonard, 10th best player on my list. I mean, if you guys want to, if you guys have any rebuttals, I'm, I'd be pretty open to hearing them, but nothing's really going to change my mind. Well, Jared, um, Kawhi is much higher on my list, but I do understand your point. He is at times unreliable. But uh, to get into my number 10, uh, for the viewers out there, look, um, there, there's just a lot of talent in today's NBA. So this list was hard. So forgive me if I forgot other people, um, especially Laker fans, but my number 10 is I'm going to put Joel Embiid as my number 10. He is my 10th best player in the NBA. Um, this man averaged monster points for a big man last year, 28.5 points per game last season. That is no joke. That is huge for, especially for the man of his position. That is Shaq-like numbers. He's definitely the second best center in this league. He is a phenomenal athlete. He's just overshadowed by the likes of Nikola Jokic and other, you know, more worthy guards and wings in this league. And, and Mr. Nikola Jokic um, himself, and sometimes his health is an issue, but he deserves to be on list. He makes number 10. 
Sometimes his health is an issue. His health has always been an issue, regardless of what you do. Like, he's going to miss 20-some-odd games per year. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Go ahead, G. I mean, it happens. Those are two interesting takes for sure. I see both <laughs> points, but... I guess I'm still I'm not going to consider injuries, but my top my, my number 10 is going to have to be if y'all watching it. I'm pointing out my wrist right now. Dame time. Damian Lillard. Dame Dollar is the 10th best player in the NBA currently. Um, the reason why. Uh, well, he's there's only two point guards on my list, technically. So he's technically mm-hmm. the second best point guard. Uh, so, you know, it's a it's a it's a tough list. And I just think Damian Lillard, 28 points and seven assists. We really haven't seen much of like. I know he has like iconic moments, but we haven't seen much of like a, a AI presence where he's been able to deliver his team, regardless of the situation, to more success in the playoffs. And that's why he's not higher on my list here. Hmm. Interesting, because I agree with some of those points. That's why I have Damian Lillard as my number nine best player in the NBA currently. The thing with your point real quick, G, of him not being able to deliver it was that AI brought the Sixers to the finals in a very objectively speaking the eastern conference has always been the weaker conference objectively speaking damian lillard has spent his entire career in the loaded western conference and the fact that he's doing this he got to the western conference finals basically by himself against the warriors in 2019 like you have to give obviously you have to give credit where it's due and that's why i think he's the number nine best player in the league i think so yeah i give him credit that's why he top 10 you saying it like you. It's top three on your list. <laughs> but well, I feel it, bro. I absolutely feel it. Technically speaking, uh, he's top three point guards on oh yeah, my facts. list. Oh. Facts. I just facts, facts, number facts. He's number two. Right. What's up, D? Uh, I mean, I I see your points on uh, both of your points on Damian Loader, but I'll, I'll get my full thoughts on your takes when I get to him. But my not, my number nine player on, this, on my list is indeed uh, – the weirdo in this list. Well, wow. one of the weirdos, Mr. Kyrie Irving. He is number, he is my number nine. He like, I cannot die, deny his talent. He's, he's kind of a weird oddball as a person, but he's one of the most offensively gifted point guards in the league today. Uh, 26.9 points per game last season. Uh, he's, he's on the lower end of my list because of what kind of happened earlier last season. He went on his little weird sabbatical. So he's a little bit undependable. Sometimes he's, he's a bit of a wild card in the locker room. But he's a talented player. He's an NBA champion for a reason. He is number nine on my list. Did you say wow. he averaged 29 points last season? 26 no, 26.9. 26. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I'm sorry. You can call me <laughs> an urban hater. He is not top 10. He is not top three point guards in the league. Unfortunately, there's point guards better than Kyrie Irving, in my opinion. I'll put Chris Paul over Kyrie Irving. Sorry, not sorry. Anyways, <laughs> my <Really>? number nine. <laughs> Go ahead. So would you consider your next player to be a point guard? Yes, my next player can be considered a point guard, but he is a shooting guard. And this is James Harden. Uh, not only is he putting up 24 points a game, he also averaged double-digit assists. I know he came looking like he just came from a barbecue. <laughs> he was oh. doing some weirdo activity as well. But to see this player be able to shift in different uh, scenarios, whether he's the number one option with the Rockets or if he's the number three option, shifting his position to primary ball handler and playmaker with the Nets, he's been so effective. James Harden is an offensive talent, and he's better player than Kyrie Irving, so he's number nine on my list. Hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean... I would agree that James Harden did looked out of shape, really out of shape. And yeah, I, Korean barbecue. 
Yeah, way too much. Not not that it's a bad thing, but if you're an NBA player, it could be a bad thing because, you know, heart disease, whatever have you. But um, yeah, no, I'm for me, we talk about being in shape and we mentioned him earlier, Joel Embiid. He's my number eight player in the NBA. Like I wasn't expecting him to be personally this high on my list because of all the things that we mentioned, but you just can't deny that the dude's talent is there. His body may not be, but he is just that force that the Sixers need to build around and need to get rid of Ben Simmons because they just don't work. So Joel Embiid, number eight player on my list. Not a, if I do say so myself, it's not a bad pick. But what do you have, D? Uh, my number eight player, I'm sticking to bigs. Uh, he is, in my opinion, by far the best league, the best big in this league. He is Mr. Nikola Jokic, the joker hmm. himself. 26.4 points per game last season. 8.3 assists coming off an MVP MVP year. Uh, he His defense is at times questionable. Yes, that is true. But we have never seen a center, a big man, operate like a point guard. It's it is something to behold in this league. It's it's honestly, I don't know if it's revolutionary, but it could change how bigs it could he has come to represent how bigs are continually changing in today's modern NBA. They are evolving and he's a symbol of that. Um, he's gonna be around for years to come. If anything, I know it's kind of a long-term thing, but I see him having a very similar career in terms of trajectory as Tim Duncan. I think mm. his his game is gonna age well as he gets older. Uh Nikola Jokic is he deserves to be on my list and he is very deserving of the eighth spot. Yeah. Really quickly on that Tim Duncan point, I was actually thinking about that too, while you were breaking down why you picked Nikola Jokic as number eight, because he has the, he's low, low to the ground, like Tim Duncan. And once his career starts to fade off a little bit, he can transition into like a Dirk like player because he has the shooting range. He has the touch and he can pass with the best of them. So why not? The defense isn't going to be there, but, you know, if you're outweighing the offense with the defense, why not, right? Well, what about you, G? What do you think? Yeah, hopefully hopefully he doesn't transcend into uh, Mark Gasol. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll talk about him a little bit later. Uh, but my number eight pick is going to be similar. It's, it's the same as Jared. Joel Embiid, um, before the injury this season, he was MVP candidate. It was between him and, and, and a joker. The 76ers what, had the best record in the East. They were, they were doing pretty well, given their circumstances as well, with their second best player being Tobias Harris. I'm sorry, Ben Simmons. He's their third best player for sure, though. But, uh, yeah, Joel Embiid is, is the second best center in the league. If he's healthy, Potentially, he could be the number one uh, center in the league. He's just an offensive nightmare, and he has to be on this list. So that's why he's number eight for me. Hmm. That's fair. I mean, it doesn't really matter where you put Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid. They're kind of like the same player in some ways in different conferences. So, you know, G, you you were talking about second best player. And for my number seven pick, I picked the second best player on the Brooklyn Nets in James Harden. You guys talked about him already. He... He just does things that you wouldn't necessarily expect a player like him to do. Like you said, double-digit assists, and the scoring is there. Defense may not be there, but he is a a nightly triple-double threat, and he can single-handedly win you ball games, even if you don't like his style of play. If Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving has a a bad night, give it to James Harden. He can win you ball games. So that's why he's my number seven. What about you, Daniel? A similar player, uh, similar play style? 
Listen about James Harden. I get, I get why you guys like him so much. Um, I think he's a brilliant score. I don't think he just didn't make make my list because I also consider what happens off the court as much as what happens on the court. And I, sometimes I just question, I just question James Harden's like work ethic, whether he truly loves the game of basketball or not. But I digress. <laughs> my number seven player on this list. Um, this I don't know how far he's gonna make it up your list. He's only at seven because I think he's still a little bit young. He needs to grow more into his game. But it is indeed Mr. Luka Doncic himself. Mm. He's not. He's he's still young. He's still 22. But he's already at 22 year two years old. He's already looking like the best foreign export in NBA history. I'm going that far. He's he's been only three in the league for three years. But he's already one of the best ball handlers of floor generals in today's game, in my opinion. I think that the ceiling on this guy is uh, it's it's incredible. I actually think with the talent he has today, um, but. You know, in the long run, by the time he retires, he, I think his ceiling could actually be a little bit higher than one Larry Bird. So uh, he could legitimately retire a top five great in this league. Uh, he averaged about 27 points a game last season. He's already had so many, uh, I don't know, signature moments in this league for a man like so young. Um, you know, that clip for buzzer beater, he's already had his, he just has that if factor. He's fully deserving to be on my list. He's number seven. He is number seven. And he's only going to get it higher. With all that you said about him, I was expecting him to be a little bit higher, but go ahead, G. Uh, I, I just have to touch up on the work ethic causing James Harden not to be one of the best players in the league, yet his production says otherwise. I just see that argument as the whole Kobe and Shaq thing. Shaq's work ethic, if he would have had an amazing work ethic, he would have been two times the better player than he was, and Shaq is arguably one of the best centers in the league. So. Mm. I don't like James Harden. I don't like some of his game, but to sit here and say that that's the reason why he's not in the top 10. Ah, we have to debate about that, Daniel. But so what I do agree with you is uh, Luka Doncic is the seventh best player in the league. And a lot of the reason why he's not cracking my top five is because the youth and we need, I need some more. I don't, I don't just throw that out there. Like you can't, I, I feel like you need some, some years under your belt as far as the production and, and, uh, the consistency, and that's why some of the players uh, further down my list are my top five are the reason why they're in my top five because of that. But Luka Doncic, uh, amazing. Eight assists, eight rebounds a game, 27 points a game. Uh, let's see him continue to evolve his game, and he will he will quickly get up this list further for me. But number seven, just kind of in the middle of the pack, uh, that's, that's where I'm putting him at. Yeah, it's, the thing is with Luka Doncic, like, he is – arguably one of the best European imports. But for my number six player, you guys already mentioned him, Nikola Jokic. He could go down as probably one of the better ones too. Like if it's Luka Doncic, probably Nikola Jokic right underneath him. That's why I have him at number six on my list because if Nikola Jokic can win a championship, he already has an MVP. If he can win a championship and like maybe two or three more all NBAs, you know, all of that jazz, he could potentially be the best European big man we've ever seen. His impact is undeniable. On the offensive end, his impact is undeniable. You guys already walked. You guys already talked about that. So, yeah, Nikola Jokic is my number six, and you know, nothing really, uh, nothing really stands out with that because you know Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic. So, D, what about you? Well, it's time to get my point on uh, Damian Lillard. Lillard. Um, Damian Lillard is my number six player on my list. I think you guys ranked him too uh, too low on your respective list. I think he's one of the most underrated players to come out in the last 10 years. 
I think you're kind of you you both are kind of underestimating how important he is to the Blazers this Blazers team. Like no disrespect to to, to like to CJ McCollum and Yusuf Nurkic, but if you pulled if you yanked Damian Lillard off the Trailblazers today, I mean undoubtedly this team would struggle to make the playoffs. And I think in a normal traditional regular season um, outcome, they would get they would get beat by the team by teams like the New Orleans Pelicans and and the Memphis Grizzlies for final playoff spots. He's that valuable. Um, it's just the market he has played in that has uh, undervalued you know his importance to his teams in my in my opinion. I you know twenty eight point eight points per game. That's that's MVP numbers. So if you put him um, if you put him on a team like Philadelphia, Damian Lillard will be like a favorite by many by fans to to win MVP. So. I think you guys ranked him too low. Um, Damian Lillard is an exceptional talent. He is deserving. He's actually, in my opinion, deserving of Hall of Fame, you know, all-time great status. So Damian Lillard is number six. I rank him so highly. Yeah. Um, yeah, G, <laughs> G and I would agree with that last point about him being a Hall of Fame talent. He is, he is what, what did we say a few weeks ago, like a, a couple months ago? He was, what, a generational talent maybe? like. Yeah, right? he's a generational he, talent for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he, like I'm, I'm not underestimating Damian Lillard. I legit said he's the second best point guard in the league. If you look at my list, I, don't, I only have two point guards. Uh, so he is top 10 uh, for yeah. sure. And you, you, you're, again, your argument, put him on a Philadelphia 76ers <laughs> with Joel Embiid. He's going to win MVP. Duh! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a one too much. Kobe, Kobe has Shaq. Shaq won MVP. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I would, I would like feel a little bit like more like behind your argument if I made Damian Lillard like number 20 on the list or something, you know, but he's top 10 for sure. Um. Hey. I'm gonna go with my number six pick. Uh, if you don't have Kawhi Leonard on your list, Jared, ah, I just don't know, man. Yeah. I just don't know. Oh, actually, he's number yeah, ten. You did. You had. You did put him in number ten. Never mind. Yeah. But Kawhi Leonard is. If I'm, I have to have a merit at number six, we we got to factor in the defense. We still. He's still a lockdown defender. And before his injury in the playoffs, before Pandemic P decided to play basketball, and before uh, Reggie Jackson decided to. Uh, rejuvenate his career and get a two years uh, extension contract extension quiet Leonard was leading this Clippers uh to victories against the Mavericks he was fighting Luka Doncic it was Luka Doncic versus Kawhi Leonard so he puts up 24 5 and 5 a game and is a lockdown defender and he steps up his game when needed and we've seen this before with the Spurs with the Raptors and now with the Clippers so he's top six in the league and only reason why he dropped to six is because of some other circumstances which I'll talk about later down my list but number six for me is the claw. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I personally, I feel that that's kind of too high for for Kawhi, considering like on my list, there are obviously five better players, but I would expect Kawhi to be somewhere between the seven to 10 range. He hasn't, for me, I feel like it's just not consistently good for an entire season, entire season. Five, two finals MVP, two championships, for an entire two season. different organizations. You can't deny that. That's hey, what, okay, really quickly, I, <laughs> I said that when I put him at number 10, but he's not. What was the thing that you said, G? Availability? Availability? Yeah. It's, 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 it's an ability, but this is different. Like, you said 66 games, that's majority, and shows up in the playoffs. We talk about uh, ability with Chris Porziges, where he just there. Kawhi Leonard steps up. Bro, in the playoffs was phenomenal. Like, he steps up when needed. So if you can't say he's not mm. like I have to put him higher than that because he 
we talk about generational talent. Kawhi Leonard, bro, he's both ends of the – he's the best two-way player on uh, – arguably. Arguably. Argu- the best yeah, two-way player arguably. On, on, on this list. And we'll talk about who the other best two-way player is. But Kawhi Le- come on, bro. Defense has to be a, a huge factor. Everybody else on this oh, yeah. list is solely offense. So that's okay. why I put him up there. I, I'm yeah. going to show some love to the defense. Yeah, defense for me too. But at the same time, I just cannot trust Kawhi Leonard to be my to be part of my – you know, top five. And you guys are probably going to dislike this next pick. But for me, my my number fifth pick or the fifth best player on my list is Luka Doncic. I mean, you guys already talked about him ad nauseum. Mm. He is a generational talent. He is an MVP candidate at 22. Who who else can we say is a, an MVP candidate at 22? Maybe LeBron, right? If you're getting compared to LeBron, you're doing something right. And the fact that he got like an all-NBA like multiple all MBAs and got that extremely super max extension just goes to show how much of a, I know you can't quantify like, you know, wins with money, but his impact is just so supreme that it's not, it's really hard to keep him off a top five list. He's just that good. And he's going to be, he's going to continue to be that good. At least in my opinion, gee, you're making some faces. Yeah, it's because you said who at 22 is an MVP candidate. Who at 22 won MVP? Derrick Rose. Damn near Kevin Durant, 2011, correct? Am I tripping or close around that, around that uh, time? So mm-hmm. there's some players that actually done it. But you're, I don't know. If, you're, if you're comparing Luka to them, right? They got he's MVPs. The, he's doing something, age. right? Yeah, he's not top five for me, but go ahead. All right. Uh, we can agree to disagree, but go ahead, Daniel. Look, uh, look, I get why you put Luka Doncic on that list. I, I wouldn't really like, you know, blame anyone for putting Luka high on that list. He's just, to me, he's still 22 years old. He's still, again, he still needs to grow into his game a little bit, but he's already playing like an elite top five talent. He, he, he has a, honestly, he kind of has a similar like mentality to the game. Like, you know, Luke, like Kobe did. So, but anyways, my number five player on my list, maybe, you know, one of you might think uh, he's a little too low, but I'm going to put Kevin Durant as my uh, fifth player, best player in the NBA. He's definitely like simply, well, well, he's simply one of the most lethal offensive scorers today. Um, sniper from the outside and could score proficiently from the mid range all the way up to the paint. It was a big reason why Brooklyn was successful this year. Uh, I mean, like when Kyrie went on his little weird sabbatical, he, Kevin Durant truly stepped up. But yeah, um, Kevin Durant, he's kind of a weird person. He's he's very strange personality wise, but, you know, I don't think he's the best. I don't think he's really, a you know, he's never been a leader. So he's number five. I can't deny it. Eccentric. He's an eccentric person. Well, go ahead, G. Uh, Just a lot, man. Like, we're going to have to have a part (laughs) two to this just to debate this. But how can you not have the MVP, the reigning MVP as your top five players? How do you have Luka Doncic over Nikola Jokic, the MVP, the center, the big man who averaged 10 boards, eight assists, and and puts up just about the same amount of points? So, and led his team to what, the third best record in the West? Yeah, I think so, yeah, because yeah, so, he made it to the second round, too. Yeah, so Nikola Jokic, he's, he's top five. He has to be top five here. We already talked about his game. We're talking walking triple-double. We're talking a big that can you, you, you run your offense completely through him. Even with the circumstances that he had this season, 
he's continuous. He continuously has been on a projection upward as far as his production, as far as his game. I know he has defensive lapses, but for the most part, as far as the focal point of your offense and in accolades, accomplishments that he's he's received, Nikola Jokic for sure is top five in the NBA. Hmm. Number five on my list. That's fair. And if we're, uh, I'm not going to disagree with that. I think that's a that's a solid pick. Like regardless of what you think of Nikola Jokic or you know Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, you can literally put those players in any of these spots and it'd be fine. But gee, you talk about you know being the focal point on offense, being having all these accolades, and I think for me, my number four player is Stephen Curry. Now I was really tempted to put him in the top three, mm. but I felt like you know what. There are three better players than him. And the fact that Stephen Curry is 33, even though he scored 62 points, like after Dame said some stuff about him, he scored 62 points. But Stephen Curry, he is the fourth best player in the NBA, and he is the best point guard in the NBA. You guys can fight me. I don't pay attention to the background. That's just there. But he is the best point guard in the NBA. And I feel like if he keeps on playing at the level that he is, he can be. He still could be a top three player in the NBA, and just like we saw last year, he could be an MVP candidate. He played that well, and he can continue to keep playing that well, especially with Clay coming back and all the stuff that the Warriors did and did not do. He's the fourth best player in the NBA. Fight me. Don't actually well, fight me. I'm, well, okay, but uh, <laughs> Daniel was thinking about I it. Mean, <laughs> well, okay, well. We'll get to Curry later, but uh, some of you are going to be a little bit surprised. But who I have for number four, uh, Jared, you're not going to like it. But my number, my fourth best player on my list is indeed the Claw, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I think like he's that. a poor leader. So, uh, I think he's a poor leader. Simple as that. But as an individual, I think honestly, in my opinion, we cannot die. I, again, I cannot die, deny his talent. I think he's one of the better two-way players in this league. He's an absolute, he's an absolute, like absolute killer on defense. But offensively, he steps up. He's he's a proficient scorer, driving to the basket. He's a two-time Finals MVP. Um, there's like you know he, no player in the NBA today has gone through a journey like him. Maybe except LeBron, but no player has gone on you know a path. His path to in this league has been quite simply been unique. Um, Kawhi Leonard has, you know, you know, with differing results, but he's had an impact on the franchise he's been on. Um, that's why I have to give him his respect. Um, you know, regardless of his poor leadership skills, he's number four, in my opinion. Fair. I mean, I'm going to get into the unique journey and the uh, the impact a little bit later, but go ahead, G. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that's had like similar uh, picks, position picks with you guys. Uh, but my number four is Steph Curry as well. Much of what Jared has said, I, I believe he's the number one point guard in the league. He he showed that with this sorry Warriors team. No offense, Jared, but <laughs> 32 points per game at his age, five and five, in just those iconic, iconic moments. Um, Curry is a generational talent. We just keep throwing that word out here, but he truly is. Uh, he's phenomenal on the offensive end. We've seen it with his shooting, um, and he's only getting better and better with age, it seems like. So, Curry's top four for me. He's the number one point guard in the league for sure. Right. And now we get into the uh, top three picks. For me, it's LeBron James. I, there's not really much to say about this. LeBron James is the top is a top three player in my opinion. He's number three. Simple as that. I don't know. I don't know, Jared. Three for the king? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel but... like there's two other people that are better than him. 
and that's just my opinion, but go ahead, Daniel. Okay. Uh, Jared, um, it's kind of weird that uh, I'm going to have to say this, but my number three pick uh, for my list is indeed Stephen Curry. Uh, he's in my opinion, a top to three player it. in his, he's a top three player in this league. Uh, you know, you know, as I got in order, I used to not like him, but as time has gone on, he has gotten, he's gathered my respect um, for, you know, Revolutionary revolutionary players deserve to be rewarded. This man literally carried the Golden State Warriors last season. He scored literally sixty point games without without him on this team. We see it without him. This Warriors team is complete ass garbage. Uh, he he <laughs> thirty two points per game. You said it. You said it best, Jarrell. Uh, I don't know. He's one other than LeBron James. He's he's one of the most important NBA players to come out, come around in the last ten years. Stephen Curry deserves his respect. He's number three. Hey, I, I mean, those are all interesting takes. Like, I can't really disagree with them too much, even though my list does. Um, number three, I'm going to go with the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He doesn't have the reins of the king of the league yet. And the reason why is because I want to see a little bit more development as far as what he brings. I, I know he's a tremendous talent when it comes to dominating the paint, rebounding, and his playmaking is, you know, decent but and he has a championship i understand he's on the he's on the the um he's not going on the door to being the best player in the league but fortunately right now i threw that word out there there's another generational talent that is better than Giannis Antetokounmpo still at his age but i'll get to that later Giannis number three on my list for sure we're speaking of generational talents for me it's kevin durant you guys already talked about him he he is that dude right you guys talked about him in the periphery like he is the number one. You saw it with Team USA. If any, if it breaks down, give it to Kevin Durant. He'll take care of you. MVP, won finals, MVPs, won the, won two of them, I think. Yeah, if I'm, yeah, he did. And he's just, you can't stop him. He's six ten, seven foot, whatever you want to call him, six twelve, and he's just that dude. He is unstoppable when he gets going, even at thirty two, thirty three. So he's the second best player on my on my list because he can do it on the offensive and and defensively. He's that good. What about you, Daniel? My number two player. My number two player on my list is indeed the Greek freak. He is. You said a best drill. He's literally knocking on my door. I mean, if you're knocking on the door, you deserve to be my number two. Yes, his game has disadvantages. Yes, he he's he's practically a guy that honestly only works well in the paint. But the impact he works in the paint is dramatic. It is is such a strong impact. Um, the. The finals, you know, you know, I had my little takes on this year's finals, but he completely earned my he he earned so much respect during that finals. The way he react, like I said before, what you do off the court really matters to me. And the way he rallied his troops to win in six, you know, it it, is like he can never take that. I can never take that away from him. So Giannis Antetokounmpo for being one of the best leaders in this league today, he is deserving to be my number two and the impact the dramatic impact he has on the paint. All right. <laughs> My number two player doesn't own a brush. His hair always <laughs> looks wild. Wow. But, uh, he, he, there's no flaws in his game. Jerry talked about him. He's 7'12". He's 6'12". Kevin Durant, <laughs> Durantula, uh, sniper 3'5", well, number seven now. Anyway, easy money sniper. He's number two on my list because you cannot stop him offensively. And when he does want to play defense, it's tough to it's tough to uh, score against him when he wants to. He's been the most consistent player in, in on the Nets, and we've seen what he did in the playoffs. He went off 
48 minutes, bro, was playing out of his mind. And he just came off of a season-ending injury. Kevin Durant has been the top three player in the league for as long as he's been healthy. Regardless, he's generational player. So he's number two on my list. Right. And we keep bringing up that term, generational player, generational player. And for me, Daniel, you talked about a unique journey and the impact for me. My best player in in the league, Giannis Antetokounmpo. You guys talked about him already. He's just something else, man. He willed his team to win the finals. 50 50 points, right? And five blocks or whatever. He literally did it on both ends. And the way that he just impacts the game in so many ways, he can develop a three-point shot later on in his career. He can develop a shot later on. That's fine. But the things he can do now, no one else can do, LeBron James included. And I I feel like he is, in my opinion, the best player in the NBA. There's no one else like him, and there's no one else that will be like him. Well, Jared, completely understand your points there, but for my number one pick, my first pick on my list, it's definitely the king himself. It's LeBron James. I still think, yes, he's aging, but I I still think he hasn't, for, for a guy at 37, he's still playing at an incredibly elite level. He's one of the best players to ever, you know, grace the basketball court. I the only reason he's still number one on my pick, I'm not ready to let him go yet, let him go yet just yet, is because I still think he has still something left to give in this game. I still I still really believe that he has one or two championships left in him. Um if him and AD were playing on the court this season, the Lakers may have gotten to the finals. We cannot deny that. So um for the fact that he still has something left in the tank, um, LeBron James, that is enough for me to put LeBron James as my best player in the NBA today. He retains that position. Big facts. You said Jan, You said LeBron can't do things that Giannis can, but Giannis can't do things that LeBron can. LeBron James is undoubtedly the best player in the league. He's been the best player in the league for a long time now. He's holding that range. He averaged, what, 26 and 8 and 8. Uh, he has no flaws in his game, and his game continues to transform where he's able to shoot the three now. He's been kind of become a little bit more patient as far as facilitating the offense, making the right play. And we got to remember, before that ankle injury, LeBron James was in that MVP discussion. And I agree with uh, Daniel. I'm being biased. I don't give a f- <laughs> as a Lakers fan, as a basketball fan, if we had a fantasy draft today and you ask me who's the first player I'm going to choose to get a championship on my team this year, who's going to lead me to a championship? I'm going with LeBron James because I know that he's a winner. He's been to the finals, what, 10 straight times. His consistency, talk about the years. Think about it. Even when Michael Jordan was in the league, when he came out of retirement, you don't think people would, ah, Michael Jordan, man, he's up there. He was putting up the numbers and putting up the minutes. Uh, LeBron James, we talk about generational talent. He is 36 going on 37 and still the best player in the league. So he's my number one on my list. Hmm. Well, that's a fair take. And for everyone that's listening to this, you know, let us know who your top 10 players are because all of these positions probably, especially within the top three are all debatable. So let us know, you know, give us your takes. We'd love to hear them. But with that being said, you know, it was, it was an interesting discussion, but we have to wrap things up and, Make sure you don't forget to subscribe to the Shooting Bricks podcast and leave a review on your platform of choice. It really helps us out. Lastly, make sure to follow us on at Podcast Bricks on Twitter, at Shooting Bricks Podcast on Instagram, and at The Shooting Bricks Podcast on YouTube for all the news and the video of this episode of the Shooting Bricks Podcast. Make sure you you guys just tag us if you guys have any thoughts. We'd love to hear them. Like I said, use the uh, aforementioned handles and whatever else. 
and uh, we'll uh, we'll entertain you. But as always, I'm Jerry Castillo. It was fun discussing this list with you, with both of you guys. Uh, it's the off season, so uh, admittedly, not much is going on. But I am nervous for my fantasy draft tonight. Um, let's hope I don't finish last this time around. And joining me as well, it's your boy Rally Rail Jarrell Sells. Looking forward to hear from y'all. Take it easy. Take it easy, y'all, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>